welcome to the final instalment of our November series of episodes, where we focus our attention on northern-based authors or publishers. We've loved Tom Ashton, Matt Cook and Sarah Schofield about writing and books. If you've missed any of these chats, you can still catch up with them. And we wanted to just round things up by sharing some of the books that we've loved that have a northern connection. So, Rachel, can you kick us off with one of your choices? Okay, so I'm going to start off with a book that I read this summer, actually, and it's a collection of flash fiction, um, which we haven't really talked about flash fiction a lot on the um, podcast so far. But I know Emma is a big fan of flash fiction, and I know that I am as well. Something really got into in the sort of past 18 months, both reading it and writing it, really. And this um, Reflex Press, who are not a Northern-based publisher, but they do really great short stories and flash fiction. And this anthology is by um, Hannah Storm, who is one of their authors, and she's based in Yorkshire. And it's called The Thin Line Between Everything and Nothing. And I absolutely adored this. I read it um, in the early summer, um, and I reviewed it on my blog. And it's just about relationships and human relationships and... um, just she has a brilliant way with words she has a brilliant way of getting to the the heart of of everything it's quite female orientated i think but actually um it's a really accessible read mm-hmm. and the thing that i always find amazing about good flash fiction is how that you can have a story that builds so beautifully in, in a narrative arc in such a short space of time but also how characters can be so well rounded and there are several pieces that I thought were, you know, that I've turned the pages over and gone, oh, I absolutely love that piece. I absolutely love that piece. One of them was um, was one called A Birth Plan, which I thought it was just a most hilarious and tragic as well. You know, that idea that you can write a birth plan, but really you're never going <laughs> to stick to it. So why actually bother? Um, so there's one piece in it where she says where to give birth. You may imagine giving birth in a pool with relaxing music and fragrant oils. In truth, you will not give a shit where you give birth after 40 (laughs) hours of labour. Correction, you will give a shit of the faeces variety, which prior to this moment would have freaked you out. But you won't metaphorically give a shit about anything other than pushing the equivalent of a pineapple out of your nostril. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just just so perfect. And actually, I don't think flash fiction gets... enough attention um so if you're going to start with anything i think um hannah is a really good place to start oh yeah thank you because i keep looking at that book and i keep looking at hannah on twitter and thinking i really do want to read her stuff because i've fallen in love with flash recently like you have and yeah it's brilliant so no it is it's it's a beautiful book so i absolutely recommend that's my first recommendation fab do you want to go next, Jules? I will, yes. So um, one of mine, it's I'm going to take mine to a bit of a dark turn. <laughs> so, um, which, yeah. That's not like dark, you. Don't we, yeah. <laughs> um, and talk about um, Joseph Knox, who's based in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping um, that many of you have heard of him because I'm yes. always raving about his books. Um, so there is a series that he's got. So the first one is Sirens. Second one is The Smiling Man. And the third one is The Sleepwalker. 
and it's a detective series, um, a detective called um, Aidan Waits. And he is probably your typical um, detective, troubled, alcoholic, maybe dabbles in some drugs, gets into a lot of trouble, probably doesn't quite follow all the rules. And it's set in Manchester and it's very dark and gritty and each one just gets better and better and better. And uh, I know Rebecca, who can't join us tonight, is a huge fan of these books as well. And we actually read, um, I don't think we read the first one at the same time, but we read the others at the same time. And we were both like, it, you know, one of those jaw dropping kind of moments when you kind of race into the end and you really need to figure out what's going on. And they're just absolutely brilliant. Um, and then this year he brought out True Crime Story which is like so clever it's not it's not this um series but it's it's kind of a standalone but um such a clever book because it's um it is actual it's based on a true story i believe but it's um a fiction book written as non-fiction and it's just so clever because i i read the first few pages and i'm like am i re really reading true crime here um, but it's not it's it is fiction but it's just brilliant so uh, so yes if you've not read any joseph knox then i would recommend you go out and buy sirens and start the series straight away <laughs> I, I read it recently um and it was after you and rebecca saying how amazing it was I really i did enjoy sirens uh, but I, cool. I did read an awful lot of crime books in succession, so I'm having a little break because <laughs> yeah. I stopped well, sleeping. <laughs> yeah, like I say, they, they get better and better. So if you get to the others, then I can guarantee you they'll you'll love those even more. So great. Um, I'm going to recommend a book called The Mating Habit of Stags, and it's by Ray Robinson, and it's published by um, Iron Lightning Press. And uh, Ray Robinson, he's um, I think he's from North Yorkshire, but I think he lives in Manchester now. And um, <clears throat> this novel was shortlisted for the Portico Prize a couple of years ago. Um, it's set around the Dolby Forest and the Scarborough area of North Yorkshire, which is somewhere where I absolutely love. So I love I love when settings take me somewhere that's familiar to me and somewhere that's dear to me. And it, it opens as a 73 year old farmhand called Jake. He's uh, on the run for a murder of a local landowner. Um, and so throughout the book, Jake is on the run from the police and um, a local band of bounty hunters. And the book is basically a, a, a revelation of how Jake has ended up at this point, what's happened in his life that's driven him to to murder somebody. So it's it it's it's a um, literary book as opposed you know it's not not a crime book at all it, while there is a crime in it but it's very much exploring human emotions it's really really evocative and just captures that sort of North Yorkshire countryside um, there's there's really good inclusion of dialect actually which is something that sometimes I struggle with in books I don't know about you um, but it it. I think the writing really captures sort of the patter and the banter of the area. And I just think it's a it's a real gem, which I don't I don't feel it was um, celebrated enough. I know it was shortlisted for mm. the Portico, but I, I feel it's not really one that loads of people know about. So I would highly recommend that. Um, and actually, 
I found out that the the writer Ray, the, the author even Ray Robinson, he's a filmmaker as well, and the book was sort of the love child, if you like, of a short film which he'd uh, made called Edith, won loads of awards for, and a short story which he'd been working on, and so the two kind of collided after that. Then, and that's how the book came about. So, recommend that. Sounds that really one. interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, really, really it good, really good. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, well, my second choice is um, a Cumbrian author. Um, I've lived in Cumbria now for 18, 18 years. Um, and, um, and this author um, was one of the first authors that I read when we started our um, first book club quite a few years ago. It's Sarah Hall. Oh, um, yeah. And the first Sarah Hall book I read was Hall's Water. Um, which is about the um, flooding, I want to say Mardale, somebody will tell me I've got that wrong, but I think it is of Mardale when they flooded the village, the valley and the village of Mardale to make the reservoir. Um, so, and that was absolutely beautiful, beautiful book. And then I read from hers, um, The Electric Michelangelo, which is set in Morecambe. Um, and it's about a tattoo artist in the early part of the century. And it, it starts in Morecambe and it goes over to America. Um, but then I got really into her short stories. Um, so she's got several collections of short stories. I think if I had to pick my favourite, I'd say The Sudden Traveller, which was I read a couple of years ago and really loved. And then, of course, she's recently brought out Burnt Coat, which is her um, take on the um, pandemic and sort of a lockdown novel. Um, and it's, it's a little bit scary, really, because it takes the idea of what, might happen to us in a few years after the pandemic and how the pandemic might have an effect on people's health in the future and how we can't just sort of assume this is going to finish um and I, I just think she's such a skilled writer I mean I've read a lot of her stuff um but she's got a really she always seems to have what I would sort of think of as a Cumbrian soul. She's very wedded to this area and, and you can feel even when she's not writing about that, she's got that kind of um, link. So I really, really enjoy that. But yeah, so Sarah Hall was my second choice. I think um, certainly probably about a year ago, um, I would have said I didn't want to read anything about the pandemic, but then we all read um, The Fell didn't we yeah. and loved it so yeah. um and I think you know at the end of the day what you've said about burnt coat it's it's a reality isn't it and yeah. I saw something on news today about um talking about the effects on mental health as well mm -hmm. of lockdowns and stuff like that and yeah it's a reality we may not all want to read about it but, but it is a reality and you know yeah. my point of view for, from what I do for a living you know early intervention there's so many children Mm. that have been born and and brought up through through lockdown basically yeah, yeah. children that are going into nurseries now there's there's there needs to be a big push on what's going mm. to happen with their language and communication because it's yeah. it's seriously behind in lots of ways so yeah yeah, yeah. oh right well on, on that, that cheery note, note <laughs> yeah. we'll move on to your second choice yeah. And can I just say, I really apologise if you can hear the dog barking, but this is real oh, time and the dog's doing its nuts upstairs. So. 
<laughs> so I'm taking a little bit of poetic license with my second choice because this author is not from the north, but she lives in the north now. So there we go. Um, so my second choice is The River Within by Karen Powell. And like I say, she's not from the north. She's originally from Kent, but she lives in York. And this book is set in North Yorkshire. And it's described on the back as Hamlet comes to 50s Yorkshire. And um, I just absolutely love this book. And I think one of the reasons why I love it so much as well is because it kind of um, brings out, I guess, everything that I love about being a book reviewer and book Twitter and all that kind of thing. Because this was a book that was sent to me by um, Daniela Petraco, I hope I've said that right, uh, from Europa Editions. And this just landed on my doorstep. It wasn't a book that I was expecting. I didn't know that Daniela was sending it to me and it's probably one of my favourite books I've ever read. Um, and that just shows kind of the power of book reviewing, really, that something landed on my doorstep that I may never have picked up in a bookshop. So, um, yeah, so it starts off, um, it's set in 1955 um, and a body is discovered in a river that runs through an estate in North Yorkshire and um, the death is a bit of a mystery. Did he jump or was it an accident? Will we ever find out? So it talks about the people who live on this estate, their relationships, the family who live there um, and everything about this tragic drowning and the, it's just I just love everything about it I'm not I'm just I'm not going to tell you too much about it because I don't like to say too much about books that you should just trust me when I say that this book is brilliant and I did rave about it at the time and one of the reasons I wanted to include it is because it it's just not had enough um mm. the word Press, like, yeah, yeah. yeah not enough people have talked about it so that's why I'm mentioning it now um, and maybe when we put our tweets out about this podcast coming out then I might put this in big massive letters that I'm including <laughs> in this podcast because it's just so so brilliant and the fact that it's set in Yorkshire is always a bonus so um, yes that's The River Within by Karen Powell there's a lot of Yorkshire love going on tonight isn't there yes definitely <laughs> And what's not to love about Yorkshire? Absolutely. Exactly. Right. Um, so the next book that I wanted to talk about is called Boy Parts, and it's by Eliza Clark, who's um, a Newcastle writer. And it was published a couple of years ago by Influx Press. And um, it's one of those books, I think sometimes you read a book which is, mesmerizing and horrifying in equal measure <laughs> and this is that book it's really very bonkers um when it was published there was a lot of uh, love for the book by uh, by bloggers and it it really did get get lots of attention on book twitter um and it's the story of Irina Sturgis who is um, she's she's at an, she's got an MA in photography, I think, from London, and she was marked out as this up and coming uh, uh, excuse me an up and coming talent, 
um, and one to watch out for and everything. So she had this huge, bright future mapped out for her, um, but it didn't quite work out. And when the book opens, um, she's back in Newcastle and she's working in a bar um, and pursuing her photography in her free time. It was not photography that, that I would have thought of if somebody said, oh, you know, she's a photographer. She, she specializes in photographing uh, men and boys in compromising positions. And she scouts these boys and men from the streets of Newcastle and convinces them to do the strangest things <laughs> in the name of art. So um, she's she sort of the, the book is working towards an exhibition that she's been picked. She has been picked out to go to London to, to showcase um, her stuff and each picture that she chooses we learn more about her and her character and her backstory as as we we learn the story of each picture um and yeah so sometimes i think i think it's quite a a skill as a if you're a writer to be able to to create a character like irina and and to maintain um the, the interest of the reader for for a whole book i think when we spoke to loose uh, to sorry to to sarah Schofield, uh, recently she was talking about how in short stories you can have nice characters you can have horrible characters and it doesn't it doesn't matter because you're only with them for a short time but actually in boy parts you're with arena for for the duration of the book and as the book the book is narrated completely from her point of view from her head and as the book progresses, she she loses it more and more. And so so you really, you know, you're it feels like you're in her head and you, you're you're living these uh, strange moments with her. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a book that's really just stayed with me. And I think she she's one of the strangest protagonists <laughs> I've ever come across and definitely one of the most memorable. So, yeah, I would I would highly recommend boy parts especially if you want a bit of a different read <laughs> yeah I, re- I read it earlier I won't say earlier this year but this year and last year but sort of blended into one so it could have been last year to be honest and um yeah I, I get what you're saying about yeah. <laughs> you know sort of like it is one of those books where you are completely held in its thrall at times but at yeah. other times you're like oh I feel a bit dirty yeah, <laughs> kind of. I want to have a wash, put that down for a bit, you know. Kind of and thing. I don't for a minute think it's like a beautiful book or anything, but there's something about it and the power of the writing. And it's it's just stayed with me, you know. Every yeah. time I look at it, I kind of chuckle a little bit because it is very darkly comic and it's visceral, isn't it? Yeah, you can almost taste it. It's and that she, kind of book. A lot of things are flipped in the book. So, you know, she goes down south and, and she just has these preconceptions of how southerners are. And, you know, she treats them absolutely appallingly. Um, and, and also you think of like a photographer going out to scout um, their scout somebody to take, you know, to be in their in their photographs. You'd normally think of a man doing that, wouldn't you? One convincing women to to, you know, to pose in compromising positions. But she she does it and. It's just very interesting the way everything's subverted in it. Mm. And it sort of challenges you to think about how you feel about that, really. You know, sort of if you think about it, if if it was a man doing that, it would be very clear that that was wrong. Yeah. But somehow, you know, it turns it on its head and it does really challenge you to think about, okay, morally, where where are we sitting on this one? She behaves very um... badly. (laughs) 
I was going to say, I think there's something about, because like, we were chatting before we started recording, weren't we, about um, me liking books where a woman does something that she's basically not allowed to do. She kind of pushes the boundaries of what women are allowed to do. Mm. Um, and I've just read um, Psychopaths Anonymous by Will Carver, and honestly, it's so like dark and gruesome and in a sexual way it's quite savage as well and but because the main character who's doing all this is a woman you kind of all it like you I did feel kind of oh come on yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's like but it's so dark and you know she's like she's clearly got no qualms about doing anything no matter what it is um but because she's a female you kind of I don't know. I think we've we've talked a lot in years, in past years, about this female rage thing, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe maybe that's a bit of what it is yeah. coming out in us. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> I think we like a dark female character. Yeah. Well, she's definitely that. Well, as always, it's been great to chat about books that we love and hopefully there'll be something among our recommendations for everyone. Thanks for listening and don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and follow us on Twitter at Northern ConPod and Instagram, The Northern Connection. We'll be back in December with two episodes where we'll be chatting about Christmas books and our books of the year. And we're all really looking forward to the Portico Prize shortlist, which is going to be announced on December 7th. And we are planning on tweeting about that. Can't wait to see which books are included there. So until then, take care.